What happens when two students of personal development get together and break down their wins and lessons to empower others? You start to discover you. Join Coach Ash and Coach Ant every week as they examine their lives through a disassessment lens and share their experiences to help you level up. Let's go! And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Discover You. We are your host. I am Coach Ant, joined by Coach Ash. Coach Ash, say what's up to the people. Okay, I feel it had like a um, a boxing intro there, you know. Let's get ready to <laughs> rumble. Uh, that's the vibe I was giving off. Oh, yeah, that's the vibe I was going for. So, well, uh, success I there. It. I love it. I love it. Yeah, what's going on with you, Coach Ash? Man, bless. Bless, bless. No complaints. Mm-mm-mm. that's a good place to be that is a phenomenal place to be um i am sitting here it is currently geez i really like this part right 4 28 p.m on a tuesday april 12th day uh just because it's fun uh we are uh, flying over here on discover you airlines and uh we are looking at a great podcast ahead of us with a, an amazing time landing time of about 20 minutes and we hope you enjoy the flight um coach ash coach ash coach ash what do you have cooking for us today what are we cooking up man i'm actually just glad that i am not traveling anywhere so hey, hey. right now your uh your flight um metaphor that you gave right there <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like it triggered me a little bit like oh man <laughs> i'm so glad i'm so glad that uh, i'm just chilling for a minute not the seatbelt sure. right not the fasten seatbelt sign what do you mean what do you uh, mean put your seat in the upright position what do you yeah. mean with the tray <laughs> yeah i've been getting away with that too not on purpose i, I i'm usually well it just kind of depends but oftentimes yep, yep. i tend to you know be taking a nappy nap uh, when it comes to <laughs> flying and so um the last couple of times I feel like I noticed that like when I landed my seat was in the in the proper position I'm like no, they not pressed no more they're probably worried about the mask now than, uh, than my seat I guess higher priorities at that point higher priorities <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that day again. Last time that I traveled was back in December, December. Yeah, December. So I'm excited to get on that flight. I think the next time that I am traveling is next month to go to Atlanta, Georgia, to go to the oh, ET360 oh, nice. men's conference. So That's I'm pretty awesome. excited about that. So I'm going to go ahead and put on my planning hat because everybody knows if you wait to the last second in order to buy a ticket especially an airplane ticket unless that's your swag then you're gonna get slammed with some terrible up yeah charges which yeah. is something i definitely do not want in my life yeah i feel like you should already have your ticket if you don't have it like you should probably get it today <laughs> you know today's tuesday great day to get to get tickets so that's, that's what i heard that's what i heard yeah so that's really good stuff there that's really good stuff now in terms of cooking what are we serving up on this flight today what is the wholesome topic that we're serving up yeah yeah i just wanted to talk a little bit about recalibration and you know for me what that looks like uh i don't i'm pretty sure that you mentioned it 
But for those of you that don't know, I've officially relocated back to the Bay Area. What, what, yay area. Yeah, so Ann and I are uh, neighbors who don't live close to one another, Ooh. but we, we live close enough. We live close enough. And, um, you know, I just recently have been going through a lot of transition, a lot of transition and just starting to identify like, okay, now that the transition's over, how do I recalibrate? Because Mm. what I was doing before isn't going to necessarily work to get me the results that I'm looking for Mm -hmm. now. And mm-hmm, I, th- mm-hmm. I think there's a, a book called What Got You Here Won't Get You There or something like that. Mm-hmm, you hear about that? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, just just starting to identify, you know, ways to recalibrate and and what that looks like. Mm, yeah, that's really good stuff. Um, I feel like it's just a little bit blurry right now when you're talking about recalibrate. What are you recalibrating towards or kind of like what are you gearing up towards? What does that look like for you in this transition life? Yeah. So when I look at the definition of calibration, right, it's the actor process of determining, checking, or rectifying the settings on a measurement instrument or other piece of precision equipment. And so for me, like Mm. I'm looking at that in terms of my life, right? So I have been doing, you know, I have a set of habits or a set of tasks or a set of, excuse me, routines that I've been doing. And so it's, you know, just taking a step back and identifying what adjustments need to be made now that I'm in, you know, this different position with working in my business full time, um, relocating to a different area, you know, what are some of the, yeah. What are Gotta, some of the things? I know, man. And, and you need, need to recalibrate. Go this, go this long. You recalibrate. Know, recalibrate. Ahead, yeah. Recalibrate with some water, right? That's what we're going to do. Let me hydrate real quick. Yeah, we're going to recalibrate with some HTO. Got to recalibrate the, the vocal cords right there. Um, but I, I really appreciate that that perspective and that definition that's present there. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things, especially when changes happen, whatever changes look like whether that's yeah. moving to a new place, taking in a new role in the workspace or maybe in life, right? Having to put on another hat or taking off one hat to put on and adopt a new hat, or maybe it's experiencing a loss, whatever that may look like. What does your process look like for recalibrating so far? Yeah, for me, it's been identifying, you know, the, the schedule that I had before. Okay, what can I keep from this? What adjustments do I need to make? Um, what are some new tools or resources that I can incorporate? And for me, something tangible is, you know, being intentional about reading more. So not only reading in the morning, but reading in the evening as well. Um, and just going in into more detail about the things that I'm doing within the business on a daily basis. Mm, yeah, I can see how that could be something that's super helpful, something that's really important, having those day-to-day routines, whether it's uh, the places you go shopping at, or maybe the people that you hang out with, or maybe um, your routine of like fixing the bed, right? Just the, the simple things that kind of 
make you feel and have an ex- increased level of certainty around your space. I think that's something yeah. that's super powerful. Um, I think how this links up links up for myself is uh, it makes me think about how I recently purchased a new bed and a, a new mattress. And then this thing has been game changing. It's a Tempur-Pedic and I didn't really think the sleep was that important and I didn't really value sleep. And then even if I got like six hours of sleep, seven hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep, I always felt the same. I didn't really understand it. Like, why are people putting so much emphasis on the sleep? And they may hit me with the science and, oh, requires your body to flush out the toxins, requires your brain to go from short-term to long-term memory, helps you reset for the upcoming day. And I think the theory is nice as well as like the science behind it is nice. Um, but I would recalibrate on an ongoing basis and I would feel the exact same way and I didn't really understand it. So I didn't really value it. I think in this season of having a new mattress, what's what this new mattress is causing me to do, it's causing me to have a new exposure. Yeah. I think before the quality of the sleep was at a certain level and it was I'm grateful for the sleep I was able to get because of the, the stage in life, let's just say not having a newborn child and having them teeth and cry maybe every two hours or needing to eat every three hours, something like that. Just because of the stage of life that I'm currently in. Um, and then as I, as I go forward and I have a new exposure to a higher level of quality sleep, I'm like, okay, I can see the impact of this. Yeah. Okay. I see the importance of recalibrating with a great night of sleep on an ongoing basis. If I don't recalibrate, I can feel it the following day. Um, Whereas before the lack of exposure or the lack of ceiling or the lack of being able to reach certain heights when it came to sleep, it just caused me to devalue it. But now it's like, okay, this is home court advantage. Like I need to sleep in this space if I'm going to be 100%. And so how would you say, how are you going to measure that? Like, what does that look like for you? Is it a a 30 day analysis of, well, okay, this is how I was sleeping prior to, you know, purchasing this new bed. And this is how I'm sleeping now. Is it 60 days? Like, what does that look like to be able to identify that, you know, this is, this adjustment is something that, or recalibration is something that has helped with where I am. Oh yeah. That's a really good question there. And I think, I think something something we can see is if we do something for longer periods of time, then we can see the impacts um, more profoundly. So if we start to maybe um, read a bit more, if we have a consistent reading schedule, we'll see the impact maybe like a month into the future or like two months into the future versus like on the micro, like if I read for today, do I feel different today? Yeah. Same thing with working out. If like we worked out for an ongoing basis for a month or like a year or 10 years, we're going to see a lot more impact versus if we worked out once and we don't really see um, the progress that takes place there. I think something really interesting about this, as I, as I just kind of reflect back on this sleeping process, I I slept in that bed for maybe a week. And then just sleeping in that bed for a week already led me to just like have this revelation of like the importance of quality sleep and the impact that the sleep has both from like an energy perspective, waking up and a sustained energy perspective throughout the day. Mm. So the way that I'm going to start to measure it, it's two metrics and it's not so much a before and after what's the difference that I'm currently experiencing. Cause I don't need that. Yeah. Right. That's just like not a metric that I need because I can really feel the impact the following day. If I don't get a quality night of rest, my metric is more along the lines of 
well, how long am I sleeping inside of this bed for? I know the quality of sleep is going to be good. The question is, am I staying in the spot long enough to get that high quality? Mm. Yeah, no, nah, that's good. That's yeah. good. And I think too, like, you know, when we're looking at the recalibration, like sometimes people, mm -hmm. they, they have the plan that they have for the year. They have the goals that they set out in January. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they don't recalibrate or check in until it's December of that yeah. year. And it's like, okay, did I accomplish that? Or, you know, what did that look like? And so I think that there's a huge value on, you know, checking in and doing those reflections yeah. and, you know, having that recalibration to identify, you know, am I, are my daily tasks and habits still aligned with the goals that I'm looking to accomplish? Or do I need to make some tweets? Do I need to make some adjustments? Do I need to, you know, refine or rectify any kind of situations, environments, or people, you know, that I'm encountering? Yeah, I think that's a really good. And that sort of reminds me about I know it's an analogy that we may have heard before, but the concept of the GPS. I think the sweet thing about a GPS is we set a destination, and if we make a, a wrong turn, it's going to yeah. autocorrect yeah. us and bring us back onto track in order to reach that goal. I think something powerful about what you're expressing is we're doing a, a reroute to in order to reach our goals or to maybe change the, change the destination if our goal originally was not maybe attainable, right? Oh, my goal is to lose maybe like 50 pounds in the next one week, right? Great, let's lead with momentum, let's lead with motivation. But it's pretty difficult, if if not nearly impossible to sustainably lose 50 pounds in the span of one week, um, less than just completely dehydrating yourself. Stuff. And even that, that's a huge, huge stretch at that point. Um, I think something powerful, in addition to what you're expressing, something powerful that our goals allows us to do is it kind of serves as a retrospect. Mm -hmm. Now, if we're pursuing after something for the very first time, we may not have the best metric to know how long something is going to take, how much energy it's going to take, what's actually yeah. required in order to do it. And I'll just take, for example, share, for example, um, in the relationship space, right? been dating emma what's today the 12th so as of emma, today what up emma what up emma right as of today one more day until officially seven months um damn one more day till officially seven months right let me go ahead and say congratulations to me and her in advance what what right shout out to us um but there's certain things we just don't know we just like don't know how long converse, certain conversations are going to take. We don't know how long maybe certain aspects are going to take, maybe um, relational counseling in that space, premarital counseling, that type of stuff. We just don't know, right? We don't know how much effort is going to go into it. Do we have a concept? Yes, but we just don't know. So once yeah. we do have that experience, that's going to allow us to have a, a retrospect to look back and to recalibrate, not just for this, but taking a look towards the future right? What does it look like in the future in terms of those types of conversations, as well as teaching other people about those conversations and expressing it's okay if it takes X amount of time, because the first time that you do something more likely than not, it's going to take more time in order to, let's just say, build something or to build a table to go through the process where the more effective, effective, efficient that we become takes a little bit less time, start to shave a few minutes, hours, days off of that process. Because 
we become more efficient throughout that process. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I'm even thinking about it, you know, for me, even with the the new schedule that I created, like, even though I have, you know, this idea of what I think the week is going to look like, it's not until I experience that week or you know the Mm -hmm. next couple weeks to where I can actually see like okay no I actually need more time here I need more time in the morning or I need more time in between meetings or you know whatever that might look like so you know being able to um create or have the the recalibration but also you know not being stuck to where it's like no this is what it is and this is what it has to be but allowing it to be fluid to continue to improve and allow you to navigate towards getting closer to those goals that's good i love that terminology that you used right there the fluidity aspect because this is your life it's a running life it's not a static nor stagnant life right and as our life changes as um, who we are changes as our needs changes physiologically, mentally, emotionally, we start to change. We need to go ahead and be a little bit more static and grow throughout the process as well. So y'all, we hope y'all enjoy this podcast. We hope you took something away. We're uh, now uh, landing here in a beautiful, beautiful San Jose, California, A. We hope that you, as well as the uh, West Coast Bay Area, the weather yeah, outside like, is- I hope you're gonna take me home. <laughs> the, the Uber from San Jose is- huh. It's just it's pretty, pretty expensive. expensive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, but we went ahead and landed and uh, we hope you enjoyed the rest of this sunny, sensational day. Right, let me go ahead and throw a couple in there. Shout out to alliteration, shout out to T. <laughs> and uh, let's go, let's grow, blessings on blessings and Let's win. Let's win. Thank you for tuning in to Discover You. Make sure you subscribe, share, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday on all platforms for the latest episode.